Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Calvert. Thank you guys so, so much for taking time out of your day. Listen to what this guy has to say. It means so much, guys. It really does. Your support, your, your listening to the episodes, listening to the ads, uh, your interactivity, everything that you guys do. Uh, Tariq, as always, thank you, brother, for supporting my show. Um, Seth, thank you for your support of the show. You guys are awesome friends. Thank you. Um, and happy Memorial Day, everybody, for those of you in the States. Uh, this is Memorial Day. And uh, so I have the day off, hence the reason you don't hear the car sounds in the background. I'm seeing uh, in my my uh, den here. You know, just, just getting things put together, caught up. And, uh, you know, just kind of cleaning up some some stuff, taking care of some social media stuff, because I'm trying to get back in the swing on that. And just, you know, all in all, in general, just trying to, you know, get back in the swing of things. I wanted to kind of go back in time a little bit to a simpler time, when there were black and white TVs, and you had to play video games with friends at their house or at your house, because the internet didn't exist. I'm just kidding, we're not going back in time that far. But I uh, just go back into a time where I'm recording an episode by myself, you know. <laughs> um, I, I purposely did not really try and schedule any interviews for this week. Um, now that I'm finally, I've had like about two weeks of good weeks where I'm not completely allergy ridden and just like, because basically I shut down everything. I'm not doing, I wasn't doing any social media wasn't doing, like, anything, except for the interviews that I had already scheduled, and eating, sleeping, and working, because I was in so much pain um, and discomfort from my allergies that I just couldn't function, didn't want to function. If I could have, if I could have just cut work out, too, and just slept and ate, I probably would have done that, but I can't cut out work, so, um, so I had to had to do those three things, um, and I didn't do anything else. I mean, my eyes hurt, you know, from the sinus pressure, so reading was a task. Putting together thought was a task. I mean, I'd have good days every once in a while. I'd post something on LinkedIn and then just vanish <laughs> again. You know, so for like three months, I've been kind of out of out of it so to speak, or two months I've been out completely out of the social media game, so it's kind of hard to step back into it now, because I'm kind of just trying to play catch-up at this point, and, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting, you know, to, to try and be, get back into it, um, you know, I've been trying to get in touch with Andrada, find out the status of my book, because I've just been, you know, uh, trying to get all that ready, the book that uh, Robert and I wrote, and, um, yeah, so it's, it's been interesting, um, my, my, I took a bunch of apps off my work phone that either weren't working right, or just transferring them over to a different device, so, um, like, for instance, I'm recording this episode on my Kindle Fire tablet, and in case you're wondering, no, 
the Anchor app is not available on the Kindle Fire tablet. However, I found a video where you load these four APKs and it puts all the Google services in the Google Play Store on your Kindle tablet, which makes it, in my opinion, one of the best and most stable Android tablets on the market. Um, and least expensive, too, because you can pick up a Kindle tablet between 40 to $120, depending on the screen size, and they are workhorses. The battery life is incredible. The stability is incredible. I don't have app crashes uh, like I do on a normal Android tablet. Um, very rarely does an app actually crash. Um, I've used this thing as basically my television that I just kept on all the time for background noise in my den for about a year. Because uh, I've had this for a while. I got this in 2015. And here we are in 2019, and it's still plugging along. And I've added extra tasks to it of what I do with it. Like, for instance, recording this episode. I'm recording it directly from the tablet through the Anchor app. So that's kind of cool. This is actually, I think, the first episode I've ever recorded directly from the Anchor app. Normally, I used voice notes on the iPhone, then uploaded the files to uh, Anchor after the fact. Um, but yeah, this one's actually from the app directly, so that's kind of neat. Um, so yeah, it's it's been interesting. Uh, but yeah, so I'm trying to get all that sorted and just kind of you know, reintegrate, re reconnect. And uh, sorry about that. <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, just put everything back together, piece everything back together, and, and uh, you know, kind of get back into the swing of things of being, you know, human again. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so next week um, I will be in uh, Virginia Beach. So going on a little uh, vacation wife's got work up there so we'll be heading up to virginia beach and you know having some uh good time to relax there a little bit catch up on movie watching uh it's been kind of a tough year because uh if a movie's in sellout conditions since my wife works at the theater if a movie's in like sellout conditions i can't go watch it for free i'd have to buy a ticket but with the fact that they've taken out all the normal seats and put in recliners, there's less seats. And usually the only tickets available for, to purchase are on the front row where you can't, like, you're just sitting there. And I, I haven't sat on the front row of a movie theater since I was um, a kid, you know, the very front row since I was a kid. So um, closest I've sat since then is when I watched Takers. Uh, I was on the, I think, second or third row, which was still pretty darn close. Um, you know, and just, it's hard to watch what's going on when you're constantly having to look back and forth. You know, like you're watching a tennis match. So, um, so yeah, so I've, I've had to wait. So I was like, I'll oh, just, since we're going up there, I'll just 
you know, while she's working, I'll just go with her and catch up on the movies I haven't seen. Um, I have seen Avengers, which, of course, I already knew what was going to happen anyway, because uh, after so many weeks of waiting, when they lifted the spoiler ban, I started reading about it because I knew there was going to be time travel involved. So I was like, let me start reading about some of this so that I would understand kind of when they would do things I'd already kind of know, okay, that's what they're doing. Um, just to kind of give me an idea so I wouldn't be sitting there at the end of the movie like, oh, I wonder what was that or what was this about or why'd they do that? So, yeah. I'd read a lot of the spoilers. And of course, I'm super excited about, I saw the trailer for, uh, the teaser trailer for Terminator, and wow, that looks really awesome. Um, obviously, there wasn't a lot of content to it, because it was just the initial teaser, but definitely looked pretty cool. And so, I'm excited to see where they go with that, and... Uh, yeah, I haven't seen John Wick yet, though. I'm, that's that's one of the one I'm looking forward to seeing, and uh, Detective Pikachu actually, mostly because uh, Ryan Reynolds voices Pikachu, and I'm a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds. He's hilarious. So, uh, so yeah, so I've got a couple. Um, recently watched the first non-U.S. Uh, massive billion plus dollar blockbuster uh, that had nothing to do with the United States at all uh, which was The Wandering Planet uh, based off the book The Wandering Planet which was also written by a uh, Chinese author uh, which was actually a really good movie um, I mean not that I had any doubts that like oh, only Americans can make good movies that's not it at all um, it was just it came out of nowhere, you know, I was just surfing through news feeds one day, and it was like, Chinese movie um, breaks one billion dollars at box office in the first couple weeks, and I'm like, wait, what, that's, it's not a Marvel movie, and it broke a billion dollars in a couple weeks, what, so I was naturally intrigued, on top of the fact that I'm a huge science fiction fan, um, and then, of course, as I started digging through it, I was trying to find, you know, more information on it. Like, was this book? Has it been translated to English yet? Does it have an audiobook? Um, is the movie dubbed? Are they planning on releasing it in America? You know, what's going on? And eventually found out that Netflix had bought the rights to distribute it in the U.S., which is a brilliant move. I'm sure the movie theaters, uh, if they're not kicking themselves uh, for not getting the rights to this thing, they should be. It was actually really good. Uh, it was a neat concept. Uh, it was unlike any other science fiction I've ever seen before. Uh, simply because the premise is, is unlike every other science fiction movie, um, where we decide to just leave Earth because the solar system's dying, uh, 
will you take the planet with us? Uh, basically, it's the same idea as sunshine. You know, the sun's dying, it's expanding, um, and we're all going to die unless we come up with a way to solve this problem. But unlike sunshine, they decide to build giant fusion thrusters on the earth and have the earth leave the uh, Milky Way galaxy. So the sun's expanding, we've got these huge engines, and we're pushing our way towards Alpha Centauri. You know, they've got a, they've built a giant uh, satellite space station that will go ahead of Earth to act as a kind of massive guidance system. Detect any detect any threats. Be far enough ahead of the Earth that the um, you know if there's any course calculations that need to be done, they can send that information back to Earth and have the the uh, engines uh, fire in a sequence that'll adjust the, the orbit and trajectory to the point where, you know, it'll be um, safe. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of an interesting concept. It's something that's never been done before um, in any science fiction I've read. Now, Tariq will probably know of some book somewhere that, you know, because he reads a lot more than I do. Um, there, You know, but as far as from my eyes, from my ears, you know, uh, this is the first time I've really heard of this idea of taking the planet with us and ditching the solar system behind. Um, which, of course, obviously, everything on the surface froze, so people are living in huge underground uh, cities that have been built, uh, sort of akin to the Matrix and uh, Deep Impact, some movies like that. And, uh, yeah, now people do have to still exist on the surface. They have to go up there to work, and they have suits that can stay in the extreme cold and giant uh, trucks and equipment so that work can be done to keep the engines fueled and powered and maintained. Uh, but people go up and work in um, shifts and then go back down to the underground cities and other shifts go up to work so it's uh definitely an interesting concept so if you have netflix and you're into science fiction definitely check it out it's kind of a neat neat movie um it is dubbed in english uh, so you don't have to watch it with subtitles um yeah so pretty cool um, and it was neat, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy, you know, you come, <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, anybody can make a good movie, and, uh, you know, it was, it was nice to see something that was not expected, it's sort of like Bright, you know, Bright, I'm not a huge fan of Will Smith, just simply because he doesn't seem to play well with others, or he hasn't in years past, um, most of his movies after Bad Boys, he was kind of 
by himself. He had a few like actors that would pop in here and there just because he had to have people to move the story along. But for the most part, it was just Will Smith. Um, you know, and uh, so he had a couple where there were like stronger, there were you know stronger characters that weren't just kind of like throwaways or just there to advance the plot. Um, I mean, even Hancock was that way, which I liked Hancock, but even Hancock was that way to a certain extent where Jason Bateman was kind of the co-star to that, but for the most part, he only showed up every once in a while. Um, but yeah, I just found that kind of odd. You know, most movies don't just only, only ever focus on one person <laughs> to the point where there's no other like, real story dialogue that goes on around the other people, you don't, you, they just pop in to interact with that person, and then they leave, um, so now that he's kind of doing more movies where he's actually acting with people, instead of acting, and then people come in to just fill in blanks of the story, um, yeah, like, Bright, Bright was a good, solid film, I'm actually kind of excited about the concept of watching Aladdin. I didn't. I know I made fun of it and everything after I saw the first trailer, but it actually, after watching the subsequent trailers that have come out, it looks like it could actually be kind of entertaining. And uh, so we'll see. I mean, I do have a lot of movies that I can watch while I'm up at, the, you know, up in Virginia. So we'll see how that goes. I might sneak it in if it's out. I don't even remember when it comes out now. Um, but yeah, just trying to, you know, get prepared for that trip. Still got a week of work, or what's left of the week, you know, Tuesday through Friday, to work. And so, got that. And uh, yeah, so it's it's definitely been fun. It's been interesting. It's been exciting just trying to reconnect and rebuild and reset after two months of just being out of everything that I didn't have to do and uh, I didn't really want to make that call and, and step back like that but at the same time it was just so much it was so focused on anything I, I'd sit down and like to work on something and in the process of sitting down, I would forget what I was working on because of my headaches were so bad. And I'd be like, I just, so I just started playing like simple, stupid little games on my tablet, just something to keep my mind going. You know, just like, okay, I can click on this and do this and not forget what I'm doing. So yeah, but hopefully that's all we hurry. Yeah, I'm ready to conquer the rest of this year and uh, really take things on. Um, so yeah, we'll see. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'm working on getting more guests scheduled um, and uh, you know getting that going. I've got a couple of people who wanted to schedule them, and we had to reschedule because stuff came up. So I'm going to try and reconnect with them and get that stuff going. So, so yeah, that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're looking forward for the year ahead. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited. So 
With that being said, guys, as always, car thoughts out. Do you think all coffee companies are the same? Are you sick of companies misusing their donations? Tattered Beans is different. Tattered Beans is a veteran-owned coffee company that donates a portion of all sales directly to veterans, active duty military, and first responders. From each $12 bag of coffee sold, Tattered Beans donates $4 directly to the profile the customer chooses. Sign up today at submit.tatterbeans.com. Purchase coffee and support those who lay their lives on the line at tatteredbeans.com.